Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode one of my new podcast series called Rise Uptown. I'm your host, and my name is Beck Joyner. So just a little about myself before we get started. I'm a full-time real estate investor, and I own a company called Willow Scott Investments, LLC. So what I do is I renovate homes, and I hold them as investment properties. I'm a full-time realtor here in the city of Harrisburg, and I have a bachelor's of environmental design in landscape architecture from the North Carolina State University School of Design. I lived all over Mass and Rhode Island, and in 2010, I moved to Harrisburg for a corporate restructure. After 18 years at my past employer, in 2019, I finally said adios, and I moved on to my second act. And now I wanna focus on the things that I am passionate about, mainly community development and neighborhood revitalization right here in Uptown. To me, this is an urgent issue that needs to be addressed now. And it's not just an economic issue, it's a social justice issue. So let me orient you a little bit to Uptown and its place in the city. Uptown runs from Clay Street to Division Street and from the Susquehanna River to the east to the railroad tracks to the west. Now here's the thing. The Uptown area is surrounded on all sides by nice areas. To the south we have downtown. Downtown's booming right now. And to the north of downtown we have Midtown, which includes the neighborhood of Old Uptown, which is a very trendy place to live these days. To the north of Uptown we have the Riverside neighborhood, and that's an awesome place to live as well. Now there are some parts of Uptown that look great, namely the streets closest to the river up to North 3rd Street. So North 3rd Street is interesting because it represents a very strong racial divide here in this district. Namely that everything east of North 3rd Street is poor and black. So that's one of those lasting legacies from redlining that still exists today. It is this section of Uptown, the very blighted section of Uptown, that I refer to when I say East Uptown. And this area also includes the entire neighborhood of Camp Curtin, which is not a healthy community right now. There were several shootings in the area this past summer. There's a lot of drug activity and there are some serious quality of life issues that have been festering for years. And in the coming episodes, I hope to uncover exactly how this uptown area got into such a poor state. I want to talk about the future of uptown and what uptown could be again. But before we get into any of that, I feel it's important to talk about where uptown came from. Let's talk about the way it used to be. In this first episode, I want to focus on what life was like in the 60s and 70s. This is going to be fun. So let's get started. So welcome everybody. And thanks for spending some time with me today and sharing your story. So 
tell me your name and how long you've lived in Harrisburg. My name is Kim Gilchrist Jarrett, and pretty much I've lived here all my life. Okay. Yeah. All right. Would you be willing to share when, what year you were born? <laughs> if I must. <laughs> you don't have to. 1956. Okay. Very good. So you definitely um, grew up um, uh, here for sure. Sure so, so listen, Kim, let me ask you this. Um, so I know you're the admin for the Uptown Facebook group. Um, in fact, that's how I came to know you um, yeah, yeah. because you you post, and I could see um, that you you know that you you care, and the uptown means something special to you. So um, I just wanted to hear a little bit about you know what is it that you find that's special about uptown, and also what do you think sets uptown apart from any other neighborhood in Harrisburg? Well, I guess I'm a little biased because I was born and raised in uptown Harrisburg. Mm -hmm. I lived most of my life on 4th Street between Hamilton and Harris. So, um, and it was always such a nice, a warm community. Uh, everybody knew everybody. Uh, back in my time when I was here, and going to school in the 60s and 70s, I had a big high school. Sports brought us together a lot. Okay. Okay. I would okay. say, you know, the, yeah. we were always great in uh, basketball. Not as good in football. <laughs> uh, always great in basketball, and uh, everybody would go to the games, and there was a lot of community support. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, now it's carried over some. Now that that big high school's gone, and we're just using okay. one high school. So that was Bishop McDevitt. No. No. I'm sorry. No, okay. That was William Penn. William Penn. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> My bad. The pandemic was a lot more recent. Okay, past I see. Ten years, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when did Penn close? William Penn, oh, about seventy-two, three, two, three, something like that. Wow, when they really? Started really becoming Harrisburg uh, High School, as mm -hmm. opposed to William Penn and John Harris. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, something like that, but then they continue to use it as a uh, botech. Okay. For quite some time. Okay, okay. By the really since the 70s. In, in, the, in the city, so I was yeah. track with some of the things that were going on. Gotcha. So um, tell me about um, your parents. Where where are your, where, where were your parents from? Are they from? Were they from okay. Harrisburg? Um, my dad had been here since I think he was five. Mm -hmm. Came from Augusta, Georgia. Okay. And my mom had been in this area since she was 11, and she came from just the opposite, Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, okay. Yes. That's where and I came it, from, too, actually, since, you know, <laughs> by way of North Carolina. Okay, but yes, yeah. that's cool. Okay. And so they met here okay. at William Penn. Right. Yes. Right. So what about siblings? I know one of them. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, it was me, and I had three brothers. Okay, and who and your brother's names are? Okay, Richard uh, Gilchrist. He was an attorney. He he passed early. He passed in his, in his late thirties. Wow, sorry. And uh, Calvin Gilchrist. Mm -hmm. He used to be on Harrisburg City Council and all that for about eight years. Mm -hmm. And then my youngest brother, Dwayne Gilchrist. Okay, and where you fit in the middle? Where your number? I'm number three. Your number three. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. All right. So, where tell me about some of the uh, games and toys that you grew up on, particularly any games or toys that are no longer around. Oh, <laughs> we did a lot of um, self entertainment. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, I love jacks. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was really good at that. Then, of course, your general rule: jump rope and hide and go seek. 
we did more of that kind of stuff. Once again, community, mm -hmm. uh, neighborhood friends. Uh, right. We all kept in, you know kept together and mm -hmm. kept in touch, and our parents were friends, and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everybody knew everybody. Everybody watched out for everybody. So it was a lot of games like that. Wow. Um, I had dolls, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I remember. Oh man, I remember one named Chatty Cathy. <laughs> that sounds familiar. To, yeah, does that sound familiar? It one does, of the yeah. early mm -hmm. talking dolls, mm -hmm. and um, I got a, a, a black one for okay. Christmas, which yeah. was unique. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Do you remember any of the um, what were your favorite TV shows or movie stars back then? TV shows, sixties oh or seventies. Oh boy, well, More most 60s. of the little comedy things, you're bewitched and things like that, mm -hmm. um, in the sixties. Yeah. Um, Adam's Family, <laughs> silly shows like that. Uh, right. 70s right. Soap. Yeah, I course, remember that one. Uh, All the Family. Mm -hmm. And later on into the 70s, a little bit further, Saturday Night Live, etc. Okay, cool. What about movie stars? Did you have any favorites oh, back I had then? Oh, crush on Billy D. Williams. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. That's cool. Who else? Anybody uh, that movies? I don't. That, oh, I was a big Bruce Lee fan. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, absolutely yes. All right, I didn't see that one coming. Uh -huh. Very good. Very good. So um, let's shift a little bit and talk a little bit more um, about the neighborhood. Um, so tell me a little bit just what your earliest uh, recollection is um, from your from your childhood um, as it relates to um, the neighborhood so give me some specific good memories good memories would be well every parents were very protective of their children back then children had a lot less freedom mm -hmm. <laughs> I would say right um, your neighbors watched out for you mm -hmm. um, Good memories was going to the drive-in. And where was that? Oh, here at Harry and Harris, where there were a couple back then. Okay. Now, none. I don't think there's were, any. Yeah. Were <laughs> they? Not in this, not. Right, around this here. Area. I think there's one in Dillsburg or yes, something right now. So. so where were they, though? Where were the drive-ins in Harrisburg? I know one was out by, the, by um, the Harrisburg Mall. Okay, used to be out there. All so right. That was probably the closest one. Mm -hmm. And the couple across the river that were not far away. Okay. Um, what was it called? The Harrisburg Mall? No, the, the, Do you remember? The theater? The theater, I yeah. I don't remember anymore. Yeah, okay. I don't remember. And it was one, I think, out 22 near Coles and out in that area somewhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, that's yes. definitely changed a lot. Yes. Um, so, were there any other um, movie theaters that you recall besides the oh, drive-through? Yes, so, and what were some of those fact, other right ones? Around the corner from okay. Where I lived was one called the Rialto. Okay. And that was a gathering place for young people, mm -hmm. especially the Sunday evening show. Okay. Wow. Yeah, cool. Sunday evening that was big. That for was the spots. <laughs> Three teens, teens. Okay. Yes. Excellent. The Rialto. And uh, then there were others too. There was. One um, was an uptown theater that you know we rarely we rarely went to. Mm -hmm. Is um, that the picture that you have that's yes, on the is. okay? The I, okay, gotcha, Absolutely. gotcha. All right, that's where that's that comes from. Polyclinic. Oh wow. Area, so. Huh. And then okay. we had at least three downtown. Okay. And wow. I guess out on the Allison Hill, they had one or two. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yes. So where did you guys go if you wanted to see a live show? Live show, um, 
back to then either the farm show, mm -hmm. uh, the Zembo so, Mosque. So they had actually like musical acts they at the farm did. show? Every now and again, yes. Oh, wow. Them. Okay. So what, what do you recall like some of the folks that you saw? Or, yeah. at, at the farm show? Yeah. Oh, boy. James Brown. I remember oh, he was probably wow. the first one I saw there. Okay. And um, the Zembo Mosque. I saw mm -hmm. him once up there as well. Mm -hmm. And we saw groups like back at the Zembo Mosque, the Intruders, Philadelphia kind of groups. Okay. The, the Philadelphia Sound. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and this state theater downtown, movie theater, there would be a lot of. You ever hear of the Chitlin Circuit? Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It was kind of a mini. Okay, so the, Chit the Chitlin Circuit actually came uh, <laughs> yes. through here yes. um, as well. And okay. My very first concert was there. Yeah. And that was a big one. That was like Otis Redding. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Sam that, and Dave. That had to yes. be very cool <laughs> to, to be able to see um, those folks. Yes. So. Um, what else did you guys do for fun growing up in terms of just, um, what was your after school routine? Like, did you have to do your homework first and then you could go out or? Oh, it wasn't too much going out. <laughs> okay, okay. Gotcha. Homework, dinner, homework, and then you hang around in the neighborhood. Okay, <laughs> okay. About as far as I was able to go. Gotcha. Unless my brothers went with me. Okay, yes. and then you could go. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um... What um, did you, when you were growing up, did you go to church on a regular basis? Uh, I actually, or, I started going for years. I went to a, a very close neighborhood church. However, it was a Mennonite. Okay. Went to the Mennonite church. That was probably the one I, I went to the most. Mm -hmm. So how did you get connected into, into that but, Mennonite right church? Just because right it was close. The corner and they were welcoming. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. yes. Does it still exist? Is it still around? In the, the no, okay. it's there. Okay, but what's the bit? Where's I, the building? But I heard on Hamilton, just okay. down from maybe Fifth and Hamilton. Okay, so is it a church now, it's, or what is it? It's, I, I think or it's is just it, sitting. It's just sitting there. Wow, sitting, yes. wow. Okay, mm -hmm. um, so um, you told me you went to William Penn, mm -hmm. um, right? Um, so where um, where did your um, what did your parents do for work? What did they uh, do? And what? My my dad was a well-known uh, bar manager here in Harrisburg. Okay. And his nickname was Jitterbug. Okay. And he was one heck of a pool player. Ah, Jitterbug. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. And my mom uh, retired from the Commonwealth working with data analysts. I see. Okay. Okay. So what was your first job? My first job out of school, out of college, uh, I think it was at a juvenile detention center. Okay, and what did you do there? Were you scared? You, were you scared? No. No. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. Um, but what did you do there? You were just, just kind of, not. I guess a guard maybe, but not quite that. You know. Okay. You just wore regular clothes and you just dealt with the kids. Okay. And get, do the help them do their ABLs. Um, making sure that they're eating on time, mm -hmm. getting okay. them from where they had to go in the building yeah. and then bed. So how did you end up doing that? <laughs> that was like, my very first mm -hmm. job out of college. So you were, what, probably 20, 21 yeah, then? Yeah, 22, yeah. something like that. And, and what is your degree in? My, my degree then was in rehab counseling. Okay, so this connected. Since this, then, yeah, okay. Since, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Since then I went back to nursing school. Okay. Also. 
gotcha, yes. gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, have you ever um, lived away from Harrisburg? Uh, no. Okay. Other than going to college and it yeah, wasn't where, far. And where did you? State. Okay, the Penn State. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So, any aspirations to do any um, traveling or, or be I, a snowbird or? Um, I do. I do do some traveling. Mm -hmm. Where have you? Um, what type of um, trips do you take, and what do you like I've, to do? Uh, let's see, Barbados, and um, I went to. The, I've been to the Orange Bowl, the Rose Bowl, mm -hmm. things like okay. that. Okay, is that California? Yes. Oh, okay. California, Florida, <laughs> and California. Okay. Okay. Uh, Atlanta. New Orleans, I, I do love football, so mm -hmm. I've traveled to see the Steelers to see. several places. Oh, wow, Steelers <laughs> fan. Okay, yes, all right, very good, <laughs> very good, excellent. So um, I want to just talk a little bit about um, what you might remember from um, pre-civil rights. I know you were very young, but, um, you know, just kind of take me back um, a little bit from what you can remember. Um, do you remember um, what life was like in terms of segregation or any type of um, civil rights struggles? No, because when I see uh, blacks only things, blacks only signs, mm -hmm. it wasn't here. Okay, that's interesting. We didn't have that here. Wow. Well, during my time, I can remember. Mm -hmm. I never saw that. Right. Uh, schools were mixed. Mm -hmm. To your school next closer to your neighborhood. Wow! Wow! Um, I think that's pretty remarkable. Right. So, so things I would see on TV. They, different different story on it TV. It was a different yeah. story, and uh, mm -hmm. it wasn't as relevant to. Right. Kids. So you felt a little removed yes, from, from that. Exactly. I just always thought, oh, that's just down south. Yeah. Not here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it was. I mean, it was other places. It was right. you know, racism, etc. But. Exactly. But none of that uh, separate, separate, uh, but equal stuff mm -hmm. when I was coming up. Mm -hmm. So that kind of yeah. answers, you know, one of my questions, which is culturally, is Harrisburg more of a northern city or a southern city? And it definitely sounds like it's more of a northern city. I know we're yeah. north of the, the Mason-Dixon line, yeah. but, you know, usually in this area mm -hmm. it's a little bit mixed. Yeah. So, um, okay, well, that's, that's good. Um, so then um, the next couple of questions may not be um, as relevant, but, you know, have you uh, growing up, you know, uh, most of us kind of go through a little bit of rebellion or, or, you know, those kind of years in your, your teens and 20s where maybe you get involved into some protesting or demonstrations. Did you ever do uh, participate in any of that, even in college? Um, no. no. I, I remember going to one demonstration in... DC. Mm -hmm. uh, I was an adult by then and in my probably very early 20s. Right. And what was that demonstration about? Oh boy. <laughs> At this point, I'm so old now. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I remember it was all African People's mm -hmm. Union or something. Okay. And we walked past the Capitol and all this. I, I, don't, mm -hmm. I, I don't remember. Do you remember who was it. president when during uh, that time? No. Okay. I'm going to assume, no, I don't even think it was Nixon, so um, maybe even Jimmy Carter or the one before, uh, I forget who took over for Nixon right now. Right, who who came right after Nixon? Um, was it Ford? I think yeah, Ford. Ford, yeah, Ford. It might have been Gerald Ford by then. Yeah, okay, yes. gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right, so this was a little bit later. Yeah. Um, so um, then obviously, um, kind of tying back into my earlier question, um, you haven't dealt with any type of um, you know, 
uh, domestic terrorist um, activity around here. Did, did any of that happen that you recall in terms of KKK or anything like that? Were, were they ever um, an issue in, in Harrisburg that you, um, that you remember? Not that I remember. I remember protests in Harrisburg, but I was too young to participate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember some riots in Harrisburg. Okay. Back in, after Martin Luther King was assassinated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like once again, I was kind of removed from it at, mm -hmm. age, at the ages I was. Yeah, you were a little bit you know, too young. Hear it on the news yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Remember somebody? Somebody got gotcha. you. Do you recall yeah. the um, the MLK assass assassination? Yes. You do. And John Kennedy. And John Kennedy. So tell yes. me a little and bit Robert about Kennedy. and Robert. Okay. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about um, each of those. Like, which one to you do you think impacted you the most? That may have been a function of your age or you yeah. know, something like that. You know, if you were younger, you probably I mean, it wouldn't be as impactful. I, I, I but. guess I remember more the clears. I remember the, the first one, which was John Kennedy. Mm -hmm. And I remember John leaving after to leave school and all that. And I remember going home and everybody's crying. Mm -hmm. What grade were you in? Do you second. remember? You were in second grade. Okay. Yes. And you remember that? Yes, wow. I remember that. Mm -hmm. And being in second grade, I remember being disappointed because it was a day you could bring music in and play oh. some of your favorite songs. <laughs> that was canceled. They wow. I bought wow. my new album. Oh, or whatever. gosh. You know, I that, so what school was that? Ben in Franklin. Second, ben Franklin. Okay, yes. right up on 6th Street. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, so... Do you um, so are you are you do you consider yourself to be politically active? So even if it's just voting or getting involved with the local um, elections or anything like that, uh, I would say um, going to the um, when it's about election time and you go to the debates mm -hmm. and decide you know just asking questions, reading. Okay. And absolutely voting. I vote every time. Every single. That's yes. excellent. That, that was going to be my next question. Is that yes. you voted in every um, election? So, did you have civics growing up? Civics in, cl in no, class I don't or no? No. So, how, why do you think that you were involved in the local politics? Is it something that you picked up from your parents, or you were just interested, or um, where did that come from? Parents, mm -hmm. um, and also as far as local, my brother had been on city council and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So. Yeah, I would, I would think that would, that was a big part of uh, yeah. me finding, looking and studying and finding out what's going on in the area. Right, yes. right. Okay, gotcha. Um, so I don't, I'm, I still consider myself somewhat near the Harrisburg, even though I've been here nine years, and I remember mm -hmm. only a couple of mayors, and that was Linda uh, Tom, Thompson, is it mm -hmm. Tom? Yeah. And then before that was Reed, who I've heard about. Um, who, who else, or, or was it really, was it really Reed like the whole it time going up? Because yeah, because he was he was <laughs> mayor. Trick, I kind of remember the one before him, and I know he did beat him in um, that election, and then he seemed to be mayor then forever. Mm -hmm. So um, what was it about Reed that people just kept voting him in? Was it? I mean, was he charismatic or just? He was charismatic. Mm -hmm. um, he was voting people. He was he was running Republican and Democrat. <laughs> oh wow! Yes, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, they just kept voting the guy in. Wow. So, what do you think led to him finally being um, voted out? Did, did something happen here in the city that changed well, the, I think the climate? Some of the things he had been doing start coming to light. Okay. Yeah. I remember I used to wonder like why why doesn't he run for like 
senator. Yeah, uh-huh, he's still always uh-huh. under that. Like uh-huh. something. Why doesn't he just continue he to move? He just stuck to being and, a mayor. Uh, no. Several friends' answers would be because he wouldn't be the king of the state. <laughs> like wow. He was yes. City. Yes. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you have any aspirations? Uh, do you, or did you ever have any aspirations to hold a local um, office, like your brother? No, no, no. <laughs> I never did. No parts no. of it, huh? Uh-uh. Okay, gotcha. Um, so let me let me kind of ask you a either or question here, and you you can't say um, a little bit of both. I'm going to ask you. Okay. So, would you do you consider yourself um, aligned a, a more with the philosophy of um, um, MLK, or are you a Malcolm X type of person when it comes to activism? What do you What do you think? I would say probably MLK. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And why is that? Um, I don't really believe in violence. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just always thought that Malcolm X kind of exemplified that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I respected Dr. King for the peaceful. He got things done. Right. And it didn't have to be violent. Right. Okay. So do you do you see either on the national stage or the local stage a natural heir to MLK? Was there somebody that kind of took the baton from him? Is anybody standing out? Um, other than president okay well that was that was a big that was a big, big gap baton. Was a, yeah the big it, baton is a big gap, gap too Other so that, no. yeah wow i never you know i never thought of anybody uh, i never revered anyone as much as i did yeah. wow okay so let's just turn it a little bit um to the 70s um so when you think of the 70s whether it's um something to do with harrisburg or not what is the first thing that, that comes to your mind? You can answer that however you want. Okay, guys. Well, listen, we just had a late joiner, and um, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Good evening. Um, my name is Fred Barber, resident okay. of Harrisburg, PA, born and raised, left, mm-hmm. came back, left, came back. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. Why did you leave and why did you come back? Um, first time. Why did you leave? The first time? Mm-hmm. Uh, better opportunities that I had, job offer wise. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I what was into was that? computers, and okay. at that time, um, the then company was um, Spur Univac. Okay. Which I did get my first employment was here mm-hmm. in in Harrisburg, but I got an opportunity to go to Rhode Island. Okay. All right, Rhode and, Island connection again. Where did you go? Norfolk. And, okay. It was at the NUSC, the Naval Underwater. Okay, gotcha. Like Newport yes. area? Yes, okay. it was in Newport. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and, very good. I yeah. lived in um, Rhode Island for for quite a few years, yeah. actually. Um, Woonsocket and in Providence. So, yeah, yeah we all New have a Rhode Island, Island connection yeah. here. So, okay. So, um, how long were you gone? How long were you in Rhode Island and when did you come back? Um, I'd say almost six years. Okay. And then I, I came back to Harrisburg for maybe uh, two years. Mm-hmm. Is your family here? Is your yes. parents from family, here? Yes, um, My father and mother migrated up from the south. Okay. South Carolina. Yeah, great, great mi- migration era. Great yes, migration. yes. I okay. often questioned him, why did you come to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? Oh, what do you, what? <clears throat> and it was the same answer. Basically, he followed my uncle mm-hmm. who came up for better opportunities for right. minorities. Yeah. And, 
they were both out of the army, mm -hmm. so they got. Mm -hmm. Well, where do you think um, where do you think your your um, your parents should have gone if not Harrisburg, like one west. of the bigger cities? Oh, really? West, young man. Okay. Why he didn't go Such west. as, uh, like I California. Easily or? handled. Um, yeah, I think I think the L.A. area. Interesting. Nice. Interesting. Okay. And again, that's biased based on after I've grown up and saw. Mm -hmm different opportunities yeah, yeah gotcha gotcha okay well listen we actually just started talking about the the, the 70s a little bit so we're I'm gonna pick up here so um, so let's talk about the 70s so I'm going to um, kind of go back to Kim because she's had a, a moment to think about her answer in terms of you know when you, 70s okay what uh, top line what's the first thing you think about I'm gonna ask you the same thing as well Freddie uh, music. Okay. <laughs> I would say great music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Tell me some of your favorite musicians. Uh, well, absolutely. My favorite of all time is Stevie Wonder. Okay. So yep. that's when he had his greatest. Yeah. His greatest stuff out. Right. Right. How about you, Freddie? Um, I would say the Motown. Motown sound. Yeah, okay. The Give Temptations, us. Okay. Marvin Gaye. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Gladys Knight. Yep. And of course, at my age, Jackson Five. Jackson Five. Okay. Yes. Yeah, they were okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, they were okay. Did, did you go with us when we saw them in Philly? Honey, we went to so many different. Mm -hmm. So five. you there guys have known each other this a, a long time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Her oldest brother and I breathe the same oxygen. I think. <laughs> <laughs> we were. It was indescribable. Mm -hmm. um, and. And Calvin was in on it because Vicky mm -hmm. had to take Calvin. Okay, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Wow. Shelly okay. always had to sit on the step as we waved goodbye. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh yeah. But yes, it's um, it was a, a great, lot of history. Yeah. Great time. Um, great, great time. The seventies, I think, of our times at William Penn High School. Mm-hmm. That was the year we graduated. Okay. Um, the era dictated some type of of bonding and kinsmanship. We went through the scouts in that era, and it was accepted and not kind of frowned on. And you in the Boy Scouts? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was so. A was it kind of something that you were like no, a nerd? Just didn't. Oh, oh, I we see. Didn't. We didn't. Oh, it wasn't a black thing. Is that what you mean by that? Or there were there were black troops, mm -hmm. and uh, but we got in it because of our our relationship with troops with uh, the post-733. Oh, the American Legion. American okay. Legion. And okay. um, they had ties family-wise, and, and the scouts were part of that. So that's how I got involved, mm -hmm. basically. So <coughs> did you do the whole thing? So Cub Scout, Boy Scout, Eagle Scout, um, or? I did Boy Scout. You did Boy Scout. And then our church started a troop, so I, mm -hmm. I switched over with them. and. I kind of taught Cub Scouts and went up sec second class, I guess, before I got out of it and joined the Y. Mm -hmm. Okay, which Y? Camp Curtin Y. Camp Curtin Y, okay, yeah. very good. Um, Does anybody know when is when did the Camp Curtin Y open? What era? Was it 50s? Uh, or? I don't know, it was in the 60s. Six, in the I, 60s. I think about, it was built because of an expansion of the Capitol complex. Mm-hmm. The Y used to be on Foster Street, mm -hmm. and they literally told them they were moving. You know, 
in so many words. We'll build you another place further uptown, but we want this. So what is there now that, that they had to displace the Y? What did they, was it the uh, uh, labor the, industry? Oh. Somewhere in that area. It's, okay. It might be LNI or a parking lot. You know where the parking lot is for LNI? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's where the Y used to be. Okay. Wow, and they just tore that, they tore that down for a parking lot? They tore it down because they wanted the space. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's kind of go back to the 70s a little bit. So take me back a little bit. Um, let's talk about what a typical hot summer day um, was like um, for you guys. When did you, when did you graduate high 1970. school? 1970. Okay. Okay. So um, what was your first job out of high school? My first official job mm -hmm. out of high school. Or unofficial. For, Both. <laughs> for Reese's Peanut Butter Company. Okay, what'd you Hershey. do? What'd you do there? Um, interesting story. We were the first minorities to ever work at Hershey Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Ricky and I started the night shift. So mm -hmm. when we walked in the door, the first two blocks of walk into that, it's like the entire manufacturing stopped. Wow. And took mm -hmm. a look. Wow, really? Yeah. Now Bernard and Don Rico came in on the morning shift we had already broken the ice at that point but yeah um, that was my first job yeah Reese's so then um, how I guess my question is then um, were what do you think was behind um, Hershey making that decision to, to hire minorities and was it political pressure was it you know believe it or not um, Ricky was accepted to Lehigh University mm -hmm. Ricky Gilchrist and they were still looking for more minority candidates, so he suggested my name. Now, I was more into the arts and music, but uh, they gave me a full scholarship to Lehigh University. Wow, okay, for working there. No, no. but for basically joining the good club. Um, but the vice president of Reese's was an alumni of Lehigh mm -hmm. University, mm -hmm. and he found out that we were going to Lehigh. So he contacted us and offered us a summer job. That wow. must have been big news then. That was great news. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. You heard it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. So, what did you actually do there? Did you like make make the well when you start candy? out? There, you don't. You don't. You just do uh, routine. You pack or okay, uh, just. You have to make sure certain paper is there so that they can load the machines. You had to maybe push peanut butter tubs around. You had to clean tubs and things like that. It mm -hmm. wasn't until months later when we became somewhat versed in the different opportunities mm -hmm. that they had. Um, second was we were quote unquote temporary. Okay. So they're not going to take the time to train someone how to do something and they're going to leave in, mm -hmm. at the end of August. So we pretty much was called utility people. We filled in for someone going to break or lunch. Gotcha. Okay. So eventually, did you get off the night shift then that summer, or did you say do the night shift the whole, the I, whole time? I did it the whole summer. The whole we summer. Went, we went to school. Yeah. So when did you sleep? When you got we slept from the day. okay, but but when you got from when you came from work, or did you sleep before you went in? Um, do I you think remember <laughs> being back then? You know, you you could, just whenever you could like both sides of the candles yeah. okay yeah. yeah burn the so, candle with both so ends you, you slept uh two or three hours and then you run run the street for a little bit okay 
right. See, now being the younger sister, I just remember spots mm -hmm. of that. <laughs> I had no idea they were the first African American. Oh, yeah, I, you know, see, like look that. At that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you learn something new every day. Yeah, pioneers. Yeah, pioneers. That's where my part in that would stop. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's they amazing. Actually, um, they actually had, it's like a, a company reader paper thing. Mm -hmm. and, a little and newsletter. They wrote about us no, you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they okay. said, hey, you guys know you were in there? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right. So um, here I'm going to throw a couple of um, fun uh, fun questions at you. So um, were either of you, did you have a big 8-track collection? Heavens, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't say a big 8-track. No. We had 8-tracks. We, we had 8-tracks. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you remember what your first 8-track purchase Hayes. was? Isaac All right. Um, okay. It was the one with uh, Walk On By. Walk On By, yep. Hot mm -hmm. Butter Soul. Was that, that, is that that's it? That's it. Okay, <laughs> Hot Butter Soul. Okay, okay. Very good. All right, so um, when you or your family um, first got a, a video recording um, machine, was it beta or VHS? Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, that was well, yeah, well into the 80s, or... Well, that yeah, was definitely it was, in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, I think they I came mean, out I around 79 or so. Them, yeah. It never, it never took off. Yeah. I mean, back then, you only rented them from a rental store. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, just talk about a little bit about, um, you know, where, where you guys did your, your everyday shopping in the 70s. Um, you know, besides the big national chains that are still around, what are some of the local Harrisburg type of places that you did your food shopping, you did your clothes shopping? Well, there used to be Acme on, on Cameron Street. Okay. It was an Acme. Acme was a supermarket? Yes. Okay. There was also an Acme one in 4th Street. Or an A&P. No, it was A&P. A&P. And where, &P where on 4th Street? Like how far? Just right up to 4th and outside of Manic. Okay. I'm having a hard time picturing like a full supermarket yes. there, right a, here in the middle of the city like that. I think someone just kind of renovated that building a little mm -hmm. while back, but it's between Minick and Peffer. Okay. Okay, so the building is there, actually. Yes, okay. So what used to be in Uptown Plaza? It's that big empty building on the far end, like over by going towards um going towards Italian Lake like north um believe it or not that building really i think the state rented it mm -hmm. oh yeah that was an unemployment, unemployment office, office. office. And yes. like that? yes okay the yes. unemployment office okay. was there yes. all right um i think it was uh, some kind of clinic or medical clinic mm -hmm. there but mm -hmm. uh, the biggest store back then was grants mm -hmm. w wt grant or something like that but grants was like a a uh, Woolworth type store. Okay. Uh, Grants. No, uh, a lower version of Kmart. Okay. Um, okay. But you could buy everything at Grant, and they actually offered uh, credit terms for a lot of the, the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I bought a uh, console stereo for my mom for Mother's Day from them, and all it had was this big console. And a turntable, <laughs> <laughs> but it was the coolest thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh -huh. um, they let me pay on it 
weekly. I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. Broad Street Market was still Broad Street Market. Mm -hmm. Best fish and yes. French fries. Yes. <laughs> ever. Okay. Yes. All right. Street yeah, they only charge. Yes. Yeah, yes. They charge like twenty-five cents for just <laughs> a cone of French fries, and mm -hmm. like thirty-five cents if you wanted the French fries with two pieces of fish. Okay. Excellent. So, um, do do you guys actually know um, anyone who owned their own business during this time, 60s, 70s? You personally know anybody? And yeah. What type of Zuba businesses? Carter. Okay. Zuba Carter owned um, a cut right store. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what was that? That was on 6th in the 1500 block of 6th Street. Between mm -hmm. Harris and Riley. Yes. And there's still something there. His son. It's his son right. has it as some kind of audio store. Okay, that's Dean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah. I think that's actually for sale now. Yes, and I'm so. sure it's going to get purchased by the, the some someone tied in. Rally Street yeah. stuff. Right, right. There were a lot of neighborhood. Yeah, neighborhood stores. Sure. Judge mm -hmm. had a store. We called him Judge. He was a, I don't know if he was a real judge or not, but mm -hmm. great black golfer. He was the best golfer in, in this area. Mm -hmm. Was he like a professional or just a, a really good? Semi-professional, but okay. uh, he was Tiger Woods before Tiger Woods. Okay. Um, Superior store. Superior, Superior Leffridges. Leffridge was, was what everybody grew up with. Mm -hmm. If any anybody black in that Harrisburg area mm -hmm. say they never shopped at was it Leffridge? No. What's that? Sherman's. Oh, Sherman's. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yes. Sherman's is what I'm saying. <laughs> what was Sherman's? Was that a, like a five and dime as well? Or? That was the lifeline of many a minority back then. Oh, yeah? Why do you say that? They were the quintessential dollar store. Okay. Back, back in the day. I mean, you could buy sneakers for $2. Mm -hmm. And nice. I mean, it was okay looking but it was clean clothes and clean sneakers and mm -hmm. and you know we didn't have a lot of money back then so sure. you were yeah. thankful to get a new pair mm -hmm. of sneakers and right they didn't have u.s cats on them or uh they certainly didn't have nike <laughs> that stuff wasn't quite that important back then. yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> sure <laughs> you got a, a, a new pair of sneakers and they got to last you all summer um mm -hmm. And that's the way it was, you know. Gotcha. gotcha. And I remember doing a lot of things on Third Street. Mid well, Third Street was there was, was J and B, J B Lee's. Mm -hmm. There was a five and ten. J B Lee's. There was uh, the neighborhood Rialto movie theater. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of a little bit further down, more like near the market. There was, there was like Star. Five and Dine. Well, oh, Joe the Motors friends. And keep going. There was something else. I can't remember what it was, but I just remember walking with my mom. One past Joe the Motors was JB Lee's. That was Lee's. Okay. Lee's five and ten. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, and across the street from that was White Shield. It was a drugstore drug called White Shield. Okay. Okay. White Shield. My very first real job. Okay. That's White Shield. Actually, I was. I got a job at the Y, being a lifeguard. So. Okay. Excellent, excellent. So, um, what, and this question is for, for each of you, um, what was your first car? Oh, well, mine And how was, old were you? Yeah, mine was an 81 Camry. No, uh, Corolla. Corolla, okay. Yes. How about you, Freddie? I bought out of my own money a 1972 Ford Torino. Okay. It was because I worked at Reese's and I saved a lot of money because I was making really good money. Yeah. I mm -hmm. didn't have anything to do with it. Sure. 
but I was saving for a 280Z, 240Z is what I wanted. I loved a, a Nissan 240Z, but my parents told me, you're not going to get that, you'll kill yourself in that car. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You can't in any car. Right. Right. That's, you have a point there. You so have a point there. they yeah. woke me up one Saturday morning after I came home from work and said, come on, we got to go get your car. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. They drove me to Hoffman Ford, and they picked out this hideous green with a black vinyl top two-door Ford Torino. And I, I <laughs> they made you buy a car you didn't want with Absolutely. your own money. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's cruel. That's how That's it was cool. back then. Didn't you have a Mustang at some point? Well, the Mustang was my brother's. Okay. He was in the right. Air Force, and he mm-hmm. left it in my care, which... Complimented us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But my own car, I, I'll oh. never forget that. Oh, my God. <laughs> how long did you have it? Do you Two remember? Years. Okay. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wait to get rid of it. Okay, so you sold it. I sold it and got me a 74... Four elite, something like that. Okay, I don't think I've even heard of an elite before. Okay, all right, gotcha. Um, so, um, when the '70s were kind of um, uh, winding down, where were you? Were you still here in Harrisburg in '78, '79? Um, well, I I left in '78 to go to Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was on my way to California. I was offered the job in California, and I drove down the southern route so I could stop and see a friend of mine. Ronnie Haygood, okay. who lived in Decatur, Georgia. And once I got there, I stayed about a week, and I decided I'm just going to stay there. This was pretty cool. Well, So I got a job down there and stayed for two years. Okay. Like Very good. And then after that, back to Harrisburg? That was when I got the position in Rhode Island from gotcha. association with okay. those okay. folks. So um, where is the farthest that you have lived? Was it, um, I, th- I think they're probably equidistant, maybe, maybe George is a little fur- further California. away in California. Okay. So what brought you to California? Woo. I was working in the Bahamas Okay. as an a IT manager for Wang Computers. And I met this travel agent from LA who was there for a familiarity trip and the third or fourth time she came back, she says, Why don't you come to LA? So off you went. I flew to LA and I go like, hey, I like this. Uh, So I I met the people from Wang and they were mm -hmm. impressed that I I set up the whole Bohemian Island and was training people and they said, Hey look, if you want this job it's yours. So I got it. Excellent. Excellent. So um, turning back to, to um, Harrisburg and PA for a moment, do you have any memories of the Three Mile Island incident at all? Were you impacted by that if you were here? I was here. Um, wasn't much impact. I mean, we didn't leave um, other than fear mm-hmm. <laughs> of the unknown and all the technical uh, names you were hearing and you didn't really know what it was and, you know. Um, <laughs> wow. I remember Saturday Night Live made a horrible joke about it. Wow. <laughs> no, their audience went, because <gasps> they couldn't believe you know, that they actually went there about a contest uh, to name a new capital city for Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> and I was silly enough, I bugged out laughing, but I their audience didn't, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. could have been wiped off the you face know. of the earth. Staying um, for close sure. together, the family, um, just in case. Okay, this is where we're gonna go. Okay, uh, so we're you not had a the plan. Same place. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And then, then like anything, it just and then it, the day went by, and a couple days went by, and you're back to your normal life. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. So um, this question is for either one of you that may want to answer. And again, you can interpret this however you want. If you could go back in time and change one thing, what would it be? About my life, probably. However you want to interpret it. Oh, any way you want to interpret it. Any way you want to interpret that question. Your life, someone else's life, mm -hmm. an event, anything. I would have been more like him and got out of here and experienced <laughs> some other okay. places in yeah. the world. <laughs> I would have done that. Fair, fair mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. So um, that kind of segues into the last couple of questions that I have. So um, I'll just keep with you, um, Kim, since you brought it up. So um, what what is really your least favorite thing about living here in Harrisburg that you think you would ha be happy to get away from? That's a hard one mm -hmm. because I've always thought of Harrisburg, you know, obviously I said I love music and I love the music of the 70s and I but we're always so close enough to big cities that we could go for a weekend, go, you know, and see concerts and see, see things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so that was always a positive, but it would, certainly would have been better for me if you could see it right here. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. but a lot of people I missed because, you know, but. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess that, um, mm -hmm. the music, the music part. Um, well, that's not terrible. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think, you know, we are a little slower. <laughs> a little, I don't know. Yeah. I think there's so much talent and, and common sense in some of the individuals that came out of our era, the minorities. And I think it's awful that we really don't have anything in Harrisburg. We don't have anything. What would you like to see? I would like to see more minority businesses that are successful, but unfortunately, I don't know if it's a stigma about our own, we don't support our own. Initially, we'll walk out, oh yeah, we'll do that, yeah. and then next thing you know, business folds in the first year because there's no sense of, of support um, that's, that's just, I don't, I, I, can't, I can't put a finger on why we are the worst in trying to help our own. Right. Um, do you think that there's a, a difference in that attitude um, within the between the generations, or do you see that happening across I, the board? I think it's worse now than it was when we were coming out. Like, is that a Harrisburg thing? Is that a, a black thing or it's, both? It's nationwide. I mean, yeah. clearly we have blacks that are successful, and they are out there doing things just like the gentleman that paid for, was it uh, Cheney's, all of their mm -hmm. college students and mm -hmm. things? You know, so yeah, there's instances of it. Um, I thought Harrisburg had an opportunity when Linda became mayor, and that just became nightmarish. <laughs> yeah, let's um, talk a little bit about um, Linda and her administration, and, and what, do you, what do you think happened there? Um, well, she, obviously, she was voted in. She was voted in, and I think 
a lot of people had a lot of unrealistic expectations as if she's going to close the door on anything that wasn't non-black or benefited um, the minorities in the city. But so it I sounds a little bit her. almost like the way people talk about Barack Obama. Yeah, is he was supposed to yes, yes, wave yeah. the wand yeah, and make yeah, everything better. Saying, yeah. And they're going like, they're, they're, they're not seeing the whole picture. You know, just because you're black and you're in this position doesn't mean you're going to, to sway that whole pendulum mm-hmm. way on the other side. That, mm-hmm. That's just as bad as not doing anything. Um, Linda had the opportunity and... Unfortunately, she couldn't do everything I think she wanted to get accomplished at the same time. When you have a minority in city council and you, you're constantly battling each other, you're not going to get anything accomplished, regardless of, of the reasons or you know, what political affiliation you are. or if you, if, if you don't have an objective and a goal and everybody's working toward that, you're not going to reach it. I, I wish, I mean, there's, there's certain things that happen. Um, I think Ricky would have been great and, on, in the city. Did Ricky run for? No. Ma- okay. No. He was, like myself, we, we didn't really want to get too involved with the political stuff, mm-hmm. but um, we were for the state. <clears throat> he, um, he helped Calvin in his pursuits, and, and Calvin was on council for two terms. Two terms. Two terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they got some things done, but again, short-term memory sets in and nobody knows these things, you know. We had several firsts in the, in the city. I mean, I learned why Scott was named after J. Paul Scott duh, for the middle school. And I never realized who he was. And tell me about that. Well, he was the first Black, was he a, a, a administrator for the city, for the for the state? It was very impressive for that time frame. But um, I could pull kids out of the system today that went there and ask them, "Who is this guy?" And they wouldn't know. You know, we learned things that were relevant to us back in the day um, from some of the minority teachers that we mm-hmm. had few and far between, but they were there. And to this day, I, I owe a lot of my success to uh, Frida Johnson, um, who was our eighth grade counselor. Mm-hmm. And then later in life, she was a dean at Hack. Okay. And I went up there and she hey, Fred, come here, I want to talk to you. How would you like to be part of this program? that would pay for the school. I'm in. <laughs> it's electronic. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have no idea. I can't even put batteries in a flashlight, but I'm wow. in. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's uh, fantastic. Fortunately for me, um, out of 107, I think nine of us graduated. Mm-hmm. Two-year course. That's so hard. It was. But we came out of it, and out of the nine, I think four of us were minority. Mm-hmm. So That's a pretty good percentage. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing what a difference a a, um, a leader or a mentor can, can make yeah. uh, in, in a life. Um, so final question, guys. Um, you uh, meet someone who is um, interested in, in moving to Harrisburg. 
you want to give them your, your best sales pitch why they should move here. What did you say to them? Freddie? Don't drink the water. If you drink the Susquehanna water, you will never leave. He would say, I don't understand. Just don't drink the water. Well, historically, this has always been a, a wonderful town to raise a family. Okay. Okay, and I would say, is that still valid? Excellent, excellent. To a certain extent. Yeah. Depends where you live. And, yeah. and make note, we both live outside of the city right now, mm -hmm. by choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would you uh, ever move back into the city, do you think, at this point or no? Not at this point. Yeah. No. I mean, I try to see... How can they improve the Harrisburg School District? I was so proud of being from the Harrisburg School District, proud of being a, a 70s graduate from Wayne High School. And I, I met some teachers <clears throat> when I was bowling, and I didn't know they were teachers until someone told me that, that team is a group of teachers from the Harrisburg School District. Well, no wonder our kids are suffering. They were absolutely just... Wow. Young and stupid. That's the yeah. only thing I can yeah. label it as. Well, listen, we, we will be discussing the, the school system at a, at a later date and, and talking about what's what's going on there and the impact that the school system definitely has on the rest of the city in terms of attracting people or not. So, um, yeah, we'll, so we'll talk about that um, definitely another point. Well, listen, thank you both, guys. I, I, I loved hearing your stories and appreciate you spending some time with me. And, um, you know, I, I really would like to, uh, you know, as, as a fairly new resident of Harrisburg, um, I really, um, you know, really want people to understand and see um, how great um, Uptown um, used to be. And I really do believe that it can um, be that way again. And you are two great examples of um, the good things that came out of Uptown. And thank you so much. Okay, everybody, I hope you enjoyed listening to my guests, Kim and Freddie, sharing their memories about Uptown Harrisburg. In our next episode, we'll be talking about the 80s and the 90s, so I hope you'll come back. Any comments? Find my contact info in the program notes. I'd love to hear from you. This is Beck signing off, and remember, it's time to rise, Harrisburg. Thank you.